You are at a ball game with your pal who buys you a tasty hot dog and beer. You realize you have zero cash to pay him back, but you know you've got your mobile phone and crypto value. You hop on to MovoChain.com, enter your friend's email or phone number, then convert your Bitcoin or Bitcoin cash to fiat on the fly. Your pal gets an alert that money is waiting to be claimed in the Movo app. Now he can provision that cash value to Apple, Google, or Samsung Pay instantly. Yep, that's crypto to cash conversion completed in minutes. To move your funds faster, visit Movo. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. You are at a ball game with your pal who buys you a tasty hot dog and beer. You realize you have zero cash to pay him back, but you know you've got your mobile phone and crypto value. You hop on to MovoChain.com, enter your friend's email or phone number, then convert your Bitcoin or Bitcoin cash to fiat on the fly. Your pal gets an alert that money is waiting to be claimed in the Movo app. Now he can provision that cash value to Apple, Google, or Samsung Pay instantly. Yep, that's crypto to cash conversion completed in minutes. To move your funds faster, visit Movo. Dot cash. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My um, guest today is Mehdi Mirai, uh, the CEO of Data Performers. The website is dataperformers.com. Mehdi, how are you today? Very good. How about you? Good. I'm ready for my 10 millionth podcast with you. So yes. no, I'm just kidding, but yeah. <laughs> tell, me, um, tell me about Data Performers. What's the, the premise of the company? Yes. So, uh, Data performance is an applied AI uh, research, uh, especially focused in AI company, mainly based in uh, Montreal, and we have uh, several offices in Shanghai, in South Africa. And uh, we have two main uh, AI segments, uh, FinTech and all the technology related to structured data in general, uh, and another segment related to computer vision. So uh, it apply all the technologies uh, that could uh, touch, uh, like, uh, in-store marketing and security. Okay, can, can you give me an example of what, you know, like, what uh, kind of, you don't have to say the exact client, but, you know, what's yes. a situation where you've, uh, you know, provided AI to a client and what did they use yes. it for and what did it do for them? Yes, for example, for our uh, product, Stellar, Stellar could be considered as a customer data platform. Uh, driven by AI, and the whole idea is trying to bring in alternative data like uh, from different uh, external source and ma- matching it with internal data in banks and financial institutions in order to improve profiling companies. And then uh, once we have a very accurate profile, we can do several interesting like predictions, for example, predicting uh, the needs of new for servicing or financing or predicting uh, the churn. So this will help uh, our clients, mainly like uh, financial institutions, to have uh, an accurate and updated view on, on their business clients and it helps uh, sales uh, departments uh, like to, prior- to prioritize like uh, tasks, basically. From the other side, uh, we have another product uh, that we call SpectreNet. So SpectreNet is a core technology of computer vision. And this uh, in 
technology that is uh, allow us to detect, uh, track, and recognize, and even identify uniquely an object through a camera. So basically, we can use mm. the video or images, and we use that. Uh, to provide uh, marketing companies um, sort of in-store analysis. You can consider it as the Google Analytics that people use for their website to analyze like the traffic, to understand uh, some patterns, and then uh, improve the design to, 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 to like, reach uh, a specific uh, client segment. So it's the same, but in the physical way. So today we have physical stores where we have people, but there's a kind of blackout on what's going on there. We can count people, but in our, with our technology, we can go a little bit further. Like we can classify uh, like uh, number of people based on different uh, categories. So this could help. Well, I, have, I have a question. If, if yes. I have a store, yes, are you able to um, tell me <clears throat> literally like if, if you know, I don't know if you can correlate this to the actual customer name, but are you, is there a way to tie into, like, who pays something at the register, who they are, and then if they came in the store, you correlate it with their, you know, their image, and if they come back in the store, you can know that it's them and suggest products to them and stuff like that? Are, are we at that point with facial recognition and, you know, machine yes. vision? I totally understand your question. So technically we are able to do it, but we are not doing it for many reasons, and especially the first and the most important reason is the legal reason. So actually, uh, uh, in a legal way, we are not like uh, allowed to identify a person. We can track a person. We can give a person like that's moving in the perspective of a camera a number, for example. And we can associate an, this number to a transaction, for example. But we we are not able and we cannot we are not allowed like to say this this person is a medic, for example. So, uh, but definitely there is a capability to do it. Uh, if, for example, uh, stores um, have like uh, the right to do it and they have the right data. Well, why are we not allowed? You know, does the law specifically say? That you can't um, use facial recognition to identify a person in your store, or where does you know where where does the law say that this can't be done? Yes, basically uh, the law said that uh, to to contact any person, for example, as uh, as a store or as a business, you need to have like uh, a proper agreement where someone say yes, you can reach me by email if it's not if we don't want to consider it as a spam, you know. So it's the same thing. So I can identify a person, uh, but I'm not able to take any action thanks to this identification without like the authorization of the person. So uh, does that include uh, visual? Yeah. You know, like does, you're not able to say, "Oh, I've seen this person come in before." The computer tells me that, and say, "Hey, you know, uh, I noticed last time you bought uh, makeup. You want to buy hair care this time?" Technically, yes, this is possible. But um, after discussing with, uh, with many businesses, the main interest is more, let's say, general to a specific segment of clients. For example, um, young men, uh, 18 to 23 years old. So uh, mm -hmm. they are mostly interested to a group of people and associating this uh, 
this group of people to a specific behavior. So then they can adjust, for example, their marketing campaign uh, through the web or through the social media. So, and for example, okay. I, can, I can know that this group of people, I don't know why, but uh, this group of people, uh, they can, I can convert like their visit to a sales especially uh, Thursday evening. I don't know why Thursday evening, but this is how it happens. So right. all this knowledge and insights like, can, um, can help like, marketers like, to take better decisions. Well, like if I have a, you know, a, a sandwich shop or let's say I have a restaurant, and for some reason I, I could see like you know, Friday and Saturday nights I get um, you know, 18 to 24-year-olds, but you know, week, weekday, middle of the week, I get older people like in their 50s. You're able to yes. find that kind of stuff. Yes, because actually the information that we have is related to, to, to the POS. So I know roughly how many persons came like, to the restaurant, but I don't know if the person that ordered maybe uh, pizza, is he like young, uh, elder, uh, etc. you know? So um, this is the kind of, of information, of precision and accuracy that... Uh, marketers are looking for okay and so any examples of where you've gotten this data and it it changed the way a certain business does its work like what did they do in response to the data and how did it help them so in terms of business for example i can mention like uh, two examples related to the two main segments that we are offering in banking for example uh, we discussed first about stellar ai which which is a customer data platform so Thanks to a more accurate profiling, I will receive like a call from my bank in the right time, for example. Or better than that, I will not be, for example, um, how to say, I don't know if you can use the word, but discriminated from an offer because the bank have a very, very far, uh, let's say, uh, perception of my profile far than the, the how to say it, let's say, very different from the reality. Let me give you an example. For right. example. You start a startup, and the startups, like most of the, most of the startups start with few of people, very low capital, and etc. So, but startups move very fast compared to other kind of companies, for example, a manufacturer, where the growth of manufacturer, if it's realized, for example, 12%, so good for an established manufacturer, but for a startup, it could grow 300% in six months. So right. problem is the data that, uh, that financial institutions are using today are not up to date and the models are not made for continued flow of data. So, and this is the role of artificial intelligence because the whole idea of learning models is a model that classify, for example, a company from very interesting company or a company with a very huge growth potential to, for example, extremely, extremely growth potential uh, company automatically. So you define first a learning model uh, that is very, um, very like, let's say, general, and then with the data, Automatically, uh, the model will learn like to classify better and better like uh, like companies or 
people behavior and etc. Mm. Yeah, you got to so, train the model on your specifics, no matter how powerful it is, in order for it to work properly, right? Yes, yes. So if there is a new trend happening in the market, for example, imagine that uh, we are in a case of allowing people to get credit cards. So the model will automatically learn, like, get this trend, and it will start to classify differently, like, thanks to the data uh, companies, for example, human behavior. So this is one of uh, the cases. The second case, so it helps banks or, like, financial institutions to address a client with a proper offer, and it helps also the client to receive the proper offer or, for example, to be considerate in a realistic way, without, for example, saying, oh, yeah, it's a small company, there is no potential, for example. So this kind of rules, it, AI will replace, let's say, uh, partially, like, uh, the purely intuitive expertise-based rules to factual and data-driven rules. This is a side. From the other side, it's basically the same idea. AI can be used also to extract this knowledge, but from unstructured data like video or like image. So we are able uh, to help businesses to get information of what's going on, to profile, let's say, their days and their business uh, business days like in an automatic way. So I can know, for example, as a business, how many people visit my store today, but I don't know what these people are doing inside my store. So something hmm. that we are working on uh, these days is to recognize not only like uh, people characteristics, but actions also. If someone like came close a specific article many times, so I can associate like the person categories to an interest, let's say to this category of products. So there's a lot of interesting uh, insights that can help businesses uh, to, to to take that. Okay. And then how sophisticated are the models that you're able to use right now? And what, what's lacking in them that you wish you could do that's just not there yet technologically? So for both of, both of sides, okay, uh, like let's say the challenge from both of the products are very different. I will start with Stellar, which is a financial institution product. Uh, for Stellar, one of uh, the big challenges is data availability. So we are addressing it in a way that we guarantee the financial institution to keep their data safe in the bank or in their organizations without keeping it, uh, without taking it out. So these are the sort of layer of complexity from our side how we can create learning models for data sometimes that we don't have fully access on or fully access on the ex, on the on the explanation of this data this is one challenge the second challenge related to computer vision now for the computer vision uh, one of uh, the challenge is to automatically extracting complex uh, say we call it generally like uh, the situation awareness. And situation awareness mm. is a little bit more complex than just understanding what's going on in an image. Because humans, for example, intelligence can lead us to a lot of 
inference in a very automatic way. Let me give you an example. If, for example, I, I don't know, I, I smell uh, an odor and then I see a dish, I can associate automatically this other uh, order like to the dish like on the table, automatically. Machines have, it's a challenge for a machine to do something like this. Machine can recognize, for example, uh, like a dish or something. Uh, machine can recognize it thanks to another sensor, for example, maybe another. But it's really, it's really complex to to have this situation awareness, like to get uh, almost uh, a full understanding of a scene. So we are trying actually, like, to work on this uh, direction by by adding, for example, understanding of the actions, and then the action it means like uh, the relation between like an object to another. Uh, how we can qualify this relation, for example, et cetera. Okay, I gotcha. So what, uh, what industries are you finding uh, make best use of your products and which ones are, you know, it's not as useful for yet? Actually, I think in AI generally, three main industries now are booming, and still booming, let's say. Finance, and including insurtech, et cetera. Healthcare, security. And then there is something emerging today is uh, the marketing, not the classic one of, uh, of the Google search, etc. But let's say, like the example that I mentioned is about associating like a, a scene, uh, a scene content, like to to to, to a result of, of a campaign. This is emerging today. Healthcare, for example, is something that we didn't have chance like to go in, but I believe that it's. Uh, it's it's a incredible, incredibly big market for AI where there is tons of use cases and problems to solve thanks to this technology. Okay, well, very good. Um, is your solution better for uh, smaller companies, or do they have to be pretty big in order to benefit from it? Actually, most of uh, our technologies are made for big companies. Uh, we are B two B company, and uh, and for example, for the Financial institutions, uh, tech, so it's made for financial institutions and generally financial institutions is a big company. But uh, in our plan in uh, the last quarter of 2018 and 2019, we are working on a new uh, version where we want to open the door to more than more companies, including, for example, B2B company, where profiling a client, thanks to AI, will be not... Uh, only associated to, uh, to say, to to, to to financial institution or insurtech or fintechs, but it could be associated to any business that tries trying to profile his client or his prospects. So uh, we have the intention also to open the door to smaller businesses. Okay, well, very good. Well, many. Um, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you? Basically, basically for. Uh, for data pharmacies, contact at datapharmacies.com, and um, like uh, I'd be glad like uh, to discuss with people. Thanks to LinkedIn, Mehdi Mirai, and uh, yes. Okay, well, very good. Well, Mehdi, thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks a lot. You have been listening to Almost Here, around the corner future technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse. 
such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. 